Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. Paul and I decided to jump on and have a conversation this week with you all about what has really changed in the last few weeks for the world and for how it's actually shifted things in our life and some amazing tools and guidance that we want to share with you to help you to navigate this uncertain time. So this week is a conversation with myself and Paul and I really believe it's going to give you a lot of support and um, and gentle guidance during this time. I wanted to shout out to the wonderful Carly who has left a beautiful review on iTunes for me on the Relaunch My Life radio podcast. Carly, thank you so much for your review. She says, I love Juliet's podcast. She never fails to inspire by being completely authentic and real. Her vulnerability is so inspiring and I'm super grateful for this podcast. Carly, I'm grateful for you. Thank you. Your reviews do make a difference. So if you love this podcast and you listen to it regularly, I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes and um, and it really does make a big difference and helps other people to find this who I believe need to come across it as well. So enjoy this week's episode. What's changed for you? Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever, and a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune into Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode. Paul and I are coming to you live this week to have a real authentic, open and real chat with you about what's really changed in life for you. And, you know, if you're anything like us, the last couple of weeks has sort of been a day by day unfolding of having to stay really present and notice what's shifting and changing and being able to really adjust with all of the different updates that we're getting, obviously, in the current situation with the the global pandemic that is spreading around the world. So thank you, Paul, for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm enjoying um, being a part of the podcast lately, so it's been cool. Yeah, the reason that I wanted us to have a conversation, and and I really, I mean, I don't really want this to be an interview style, I'd rather this to be a conversation, is I think um, what I'm tuning into and what keeps coming up for me in my meditations is how important it is for people to have guidance from both masculine and feminine during this time to bring about more balance in this time. So, um, like I believe a bit of the world has got out of balance because of over expression of masculine Hmm. energy. And so I don't think that we want to balance that by an over expression of feminine. I think it's about finding that balance. So what does that mean It's funny if if people have been seeing on social media that the world's actually been healing from people not doing as much, which is kind of like the body... So if you over-exercise, you overdo too much, you get inflamed, you get like sometimes injured, so you need a, like a break, you need a pause, you need to let everything rebuild and, and start to regrow again, and that's kind of like what you just said. You know, we went too far masculine or yang, depending on which way you want to explain it, and so then there's been an overcompensation of yin, but you don't want to go too far because then that will create the complete opposite. You know, If you don't yeah. do anything for ages, you become very you know sluggish, you become... Um, you know, very soft, mushy, wet. That's the the energy of a 
a yin overexpression, and that's not great either. We don't want people to be stuck and stagnant. We want to keep moving. And that's one thing we both noticed as well, especially if you are at home, the importance of moving every day is really, really important. Yeah, for your mental health. And, yeah. yeah. And um, one of the things that we sort of sat down together last week and we thought, okay, what can we do right now? Because, I mean, we've had a lot of changes. I mean, even day by day, we've now kind of found out that we're most likely not going to be able to run our trainings for the next few months at the very least. And so we thought, well, what can we do to support people? Mm. And that's why we built our training, which we called from scared to prepared, from panic to prepared, and then finally called it from fear to clear. So if you're feeling any of those things, it's going yeah. We help changed you. the name a fair few times, but we got it for something that <laughs> because sounds... each day people were feeling sort of better and worse. So the yeah. it's been a bit of a roller coaster, I think. But but even if you are feeling good, it's a great thing to do anyway. Like that yeah. that recording, we both did the meditation this morning, mm. and the worry time activity that's in it. That's good to do even if you're not worried. It's good to do when you just want to. You've got something coming up, you've got uh, an event you haven't done before, but especially right now when people are having a lot of uncertainty, mm. I really feel like it's nice just to empty your head and get it on paper and not just be spinning in your own thoughts. And we're not biased, but we did the meditation this morning and we both said, like, that was amazing. Yeah, like, it's really nice. Um, we've had a bit of practice doing the double inductions together during our trainings. We, we do a lot of that at our courses as well. We like to you know finish most days with a nice know hypnotic meditation type thing to integrate everything that the students have learned for the day mm. and we've got better at sort of dancing with each other when we're kind of doing that so hopefully you guys enjoy that and if you, you do please leave some comments as well because we love seeing how it's how you're taking it in and how you how it's working for you um, because obviously we can only experience it through our sort of reality so we want to know what it's like for you in your world and for a lot of people that have never experienced a double induction or two different voices a male and female and the reason it's super duper powerful is because with the double induction, so basically for the meditation, we're both talking. And so mm. what happens is your conscious mind will start listening maybe to Paul, but then I'll be talking. And so your subconscious will be drawing in all of the suggestions on like completely without resistance. And, yeah. and, just, and it kind of layers yeah. because I'll make a suggestion and then Juliet will make a suggestion. So we've got our two suggestions that are running parallel, but then it's like a third layer gets on top and then... Different. It's really, really cool. It's and we really like thought about everyone and how we wanted them to feel listening to the yeah. meditation. And I felt like I got that love and that connection through just the words. It was, yeah. It's yeah, really it's nice. Beautiful. And whenever we do a recording like that, we obviously put ourselves into that groove as well. So mm -hmm. as we're doing the relaxation and we're doing... We, it, one of the things we both talk about in our courses is to go first. Yeah. So, you know, if we want you to help feel more relaxed and centered, then we have to feel that too. So it's actually quite therapeutic for us personally to do those kind of recordings as well which is really fun yeah so we wanted to open up this conversation and, and give you a space in this podcast to really reflect on what has actually changed for you in the last couple of weeks because the reality is a lot of things have changed but also yeah. a lot of things haven't mm. and i think it's important to see that balance and and also notice what things have also changed for the better so yeah. i wanted to ask you paul like what have you noticed in yourself that has changed internally and also externally yeah well i think like you just mentioned the fact that things haven't changed in a lot of areas but our perceptions have changed yes right so even what we i started noticing even like today i had a cardboard box or or something like that and i didn't look at it the same way i looked at it last week or two weeks ago what do you mean it. what do you mean well normally with a cardboard box i straight out to the recycling you know that's the first thing we do right but now we looked at it and go okay well can we use this for storage or can we use this for something like you know it's repurposing and looking at things differently yeah and 
that's I've noticed that in my personal experience, how I look at things different and you know what might have been just a throwaway thing before, now maybe has more utility, maybe has different functions, and that's something I've noticed. But also even like when we've gone for walks and stuff like that, just how much more appreciation I have for where we live and the ability to walk around outside. Yeah. The things I probably took for granted. Like most days, I say how grateful I am for it and I really enjoy it. But when you've, you've got that, hey, look, it might, you, know, you might not be able to do that or you know, you've got that thing where you might not be, you, might, you, know, you just didn't realize how powerful it was, then all of a sudden when you get to do it again or you're actually doing it, you're present and you go, wow, how amazing it is that I can walk outside, that I can go look at the beach or you know, those kind of things. So I've noticed that dramatically. Like it's those little things that, things that aren't different that are only different because I'm looking and, and seeing them different, experiencing them different, that's been a, a very noticeable thing for me. Mm. Yeah. And what have you, what's something that's kind of shifted for you? I mean, honestly, I've, um, I have felt a lot more emotional, yeah. which is nice, mm. you know, and it's nice that I've given myself more space and time to really feel and allow it. I, I've had a tendency and, and I even talked about it on a podcast a few weeks ago when I talked about not doing the triathlon, like my comfort zone is that masculine do 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 push 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 like I know that I know mm. that world I can do that and what I really feel in what I opened with in this podcast is the best way I can actually help this world is by feeling and transmuting and expressing what is coming up for me and so I did like some just some movement and dance yesterday and had a nice cry and just like let it all out and you don't even know what it is but mm. it's just emotion that I guess we're, we're connecting to and picking up through the world at the moment um, and also, it's interesting that you, you say that as well because like I've noticed that when you are like that then I'm I step into my masculine more and I yeah. can do things and get things done a lot You've more. You've been which like is, super protector mode. It's yeah, it's been, been cool. And kind of cool. you know, it's interesting to notice how that changes in our relationship yeah. in different times. Yeah. And because you are a lot more go 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 than past partners that I've had, yeah. I've noticed that my go 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 has definitely backed off since we've been together as well, which has been nice. Yeah. But also I'm sure people have experienced this when you've been a certain way and you're 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 different. You you kind of think, why am I different? How come I'm not like that anymore? Like you you kind of you're comparing to past self or present self, and it's kind of interesting. And you always, I feel like we both say this all the time. We're always relearning how to be a different version of ourselves. Yeah. And as you change and evolve, like you're just gonna have to be a different version every day. And you kind of learn how to walk again. You learn how to you know, navigate as that new you, which is, I think a lot of people are going to be experiencing that. And that's what this is really going to be doing for a lot of people. Mm. A lot of people need to reinvent themselves. A lot of people will need to... I feel like when you say that, I get this real sense that a lot of people have been wanting to, but they've been feeling trapped in the decisions and the life that they've had and the societal... Even I think about mums, like working mums who work full-time, who have kids at school, who keep a house clean, Mm. who have friendships. There's not enough time in the day. And all of a sudden, everyone's being forced to say no to all their social engagements, Mm. to have their children at home. I feel like there must be... I mean, I know it's stressful in the transition and for a lot of people, the financial impact of that. And it's also not practical for everyone to have their children at home. But there's a large majority that I believe I can feel... Although we're feeling afraid of what's going to happen with the economy and health and everything, there's also a little bit of a sigh of relief. Like I've even, yeah, I'm not sure. And I'd love if you guys are listening, if there has been any of that in the permission to slow down that previously was just not okay in society. Um, One thing I've been loving what's changed is 
I've had a lot of girlfriends and, and connections that I've wanted to catch up with and I'm quite extroverted so I'll push myself to you know go and drive around and catch up with people because I love that interaction and we live you know 45 minutes away from the city so mm. it would mean a whole day out going and meeting as many people as I could and making the most of the trip into the city that sort of thing and I've been doing virtual tea catch-ups where a friend of mine and I will boil the kettle we'll make a cup of tea and then we'll do like a video chat and have a good half hour real connected chat conversation and it's been really beautiful and I've just been sitting in the backyard outside doing it and that's been a really nice um, change that I've had to just how I would have done things. Yeah, and this is what I think people realise is you can still get the same sort of thing but just in a different way now. Yeah. So, you know, whether that's how you catch up with people, whether that's how you do business, whether that's how you move your body, um, we're just all going to have to be a little bit more creative and find ways to get the same outcome we're looking for but just in a different, different way. So mm. I think... Um, yeah, it's been cool and obviously you don't have to drive through traffic and in some ways it's more relaxing doing it that way yeah. which is really really interesting and i think this is what i'm kind of excited about to some degree is to see how things change and things are always changing yeah but this has been a more right. cataclysmic a big ma massive kind of adjustment for a lot of people but that means that whatever it changes to will be that much opposite like you know perceived good or you know Instead of just small changes, it's going to be like a big difference. But that big difference would be should be quite interesting to see where it all lands. And I think like the suffering is only coming from people who are expecting the change in the future to be worse yeah. for them. But if you, I think, can be present right now, and at, even at the end of the meditation, we we guide you guys to have a look at things that you're grateful for in your reality right now, because mm. right now. There's no suffering unless you're projecting into the future that you will be suffering. Yeah, or comparing the past to now. Or, yeah, yeah, or thinking that the past is going to have been better than what the future is going to be and that sort of thing. Yeah. So can you just talk a little bit about, like, I guess, how people perceive... <laughs> I don't even know how I'm going to ask this, but how when we're perceiving something that we think is going to be worse, that we're actually not looking at the full picture and that we... Yeah, yeah. So, like, example, okay, say, let's say you can't work or something you think oh that's going to be bad right so you're only looking at the potential downsides of it okay so you're only looking at what's wrong what's bad what's missing or some sort of question like that and then if you ask that question you're going to look for it you're going to find it and then you'll come up with 10 20 30 reasons of why that's bad which makes you emotionally feel bad which then distorts your perception even more yeah. so i think that's what a lot of people do when they get into those thought spirals and thinking about how bad is this oh this sucks and then that perpetuates but the truth is, life is inherently meaningless, and you know what's happening externally is just happening. It just is, okay? But we look at that event, that situation, that happenstance, whatever you want to call it, and then we make up a story, and our perception that we make of what we're experiencing is filtered through our reality, and then we distort it. So we're splitting the real reality that's there into little fragments. And we tend to like photocopy it, and we photocopy it based on what we're looking at. So if you're looking for the bad stuff, you'll photocopy that, and then you'll photocopy that, and which will get bigger and bigger. But the truth is that it's completely neutral or just unconditional love, but we're distorting that based on what we're looking for. But if we go back and ask different questions and we look for what we're missing out on in a different way, we'll start to see that too. Because people aren't asking themselves, what's good about this? What can I do now that I couldn't do before? Yeah. How is this maybe potentially an advantage to me? Yeah. What am I getting from this that I actually did want that I didn't realize? And I was thinking about this this morning and so were you. Like I was kind of over-traveling for a little bit. 
I've traveled so much the last few years and I've been around Australia like so many times. I was like, hey, I just want to be at home for a while. <laughs> well, guess it. what? Now we're going to be at home for a while, you know? So that's, I feel like there's a lot of people that felt that. I don't want to go to work. I want to stay home. And then I'm now sure, and this is what the you, universe cause, listens. Because what also, like you're conscious of some things and you're unconscious of other things. So a lot of people might have unconsciously had that urge to yeah. want to be at home, want to just break from couldn't. the world. Yeah. I want to, I want to, you know, I wish I could just be at home and not have to worry about that. And that's what we're kind of getting now, you know? So yeah. there is a lot of that that people aren't looking at. And if you start thinking about those things, like what can I, what am I getting from this that I wasn't getting before? How does this actually serve me? How does this benefit me? Then like that really changes the game. And if you do, if you are feeling a little bit overwhelmed or you are feeling a little bit, you know, down because of the way you're looking at the world, then just ask some of those questions I've just rattled off mm. and like, really give yourself time to just stew on them. And if you're honest with yourself and you connect, you will become conscious of some of those unconscious benefits. Like really we've, some of the things we're looking at now are things we wanted to do, but we, you know, I'll just talk a little bit about this. Like one of the things that's changed for us is prior to the last couple of weeks, we were like pretty you know, ready to roll on, you know, doing some investing and we really like pre-approvals in place. Yeah. You know, building our assets and of. like trying to get some investment properties and you know, really, you know, stepping up in that area and that kind of always kind of fallen through. And, you know, we could be like, oh, shit, we lost that. Well, it it's, hasn't fallen through, actually. It's we've, just been we've on, still been yeah. getting n- nudged to do it. But our our intuition right now is just Just play pause, pause you know, and um, <laughs> let everything kind of reshuffle. And then we'll yeah. look at the pieces where they land. And then we can play the game as that. But this is where we were, like, we could be thinking, oh, we missed out on that. But no, we're thinking, okay, great. What can we do now that we couldn't do if we did do that? Yeah. And there's some things that we're going to do in terms of being more self-sufficient. Yeah. You know, we're going to look at growing a garden look at, you know, getting chickens. And this isn't like a end of the world thing, you know. This is a, hey, look, we want to do this anyway. And now let's actually do it because we're going to probably have a bit more time and space. And I think the filters as well were, oh, our house is too small. Oh, we don't have this. We need to do this. Yeah. And actually now, even just with the example you gave of the cardboard box, hmm. I'm looking at our house in terms of all of the ways that it's perfect and resourceful yeah. and it's actually the great setup and all of these things. So, yeah, yeah it's, um, it's really cool. And, I mean, we were having a conversation the other night I mean, honestly, guys, we've had a few laying awake, talking things through and talking about all the possible scenarios. Yeah, right? and I think, and this is important to do. Yeah. Like, if you just sit there feeling, like, terrible yeah. and you're stuck in it, that's not great. But what you'll find if you do do the video recording thing that we, you know, we talk about later and some of you guys have already done, the From Fear to Clear, we will, you know, talk you through how to go to, okay, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. You know, and that's important, but don't get stuck there. Think about solutions Think about how you can prevent those things from happening because that's what we've been doing. And we've gone through just, okay, what happens if we can't run trainings? Yeah. What happens if we can't make money at all? Like what's These are things worth thinking about, yeah. but not just feeling bad about them, coming up with a plan and backup plans. And you know, now we're, we're going to probably get a lot better at being online. We're going to get a lot better at how we you know get food and, and all those things that, you know, it's maybe not dire straits where we need to do that, but guess what? It's worth doing anyway. And one of the things, as I was saying, that we were saying the other night is it's almost like we realized that the game has changed. Like if we were playing the game of life up until now, a couple of weeks ago, a new board got put out on the the, the table. And there's going to be people who are struggling if they're still trying to play with the old pieces from Mm. the old game board. So leveling up in terms of, oh, well, what does the game mean now? And the reality is, like, the game's kind of changing day by day at the moment. Yeah. And I think that's what 
is unsettling for people. But on my Facebook yesterday, I just wrote a little complete this sentence in one word today was dot dot dot. And it was astonishing to see how many different words were used to describe yesterday from different people's perceptions. And yeah. it was a really nice... Um, I guess illustration of what you were explaining before of like life just is life is happening outside of us but we're running that story and that narrative and so some people yesterday was shit some people yesterday was enlightening some people yesterday was amazing some people it was scary you know yeah. and so um, I think you know if you don't have someone to talk to um, then definitely doing the program is going to give you the connection to be able to have a conversation and communication with yourself and mm. your inner thoughts and feelings um, but also like we have a, um, a membership program that we're starting as well so that monthly we can give you more tools and resources to really empower yourselves to um, basically be your own life coach during this time but also you've got people you can talk to and maybe you're learning and lesson in this is to start reaching out and asking for help like mm. one of my theories is that this whole situation is really magnifying people's things that they need to work on in order to evolve you know we agree that we both kind of believe that life is always bringing us what we need in order to grow and evolve mm. and so this is like a huge opportunity to go hey you know those patterns you know those things that you're not really comfortable doing now you need to do them like now is the time now is the time to really transmute all of those things that in the past you might have said about yourself well I'm just not that kind of person or I've mm. never been able to do this like you can change beliefs through subconscious change work or you can change beliefs through action and if you take action that changes what you believe about yourself like I honestly I've had a belief that I'm not good at gardening and guess what day by day I'm still getting a little bit of confirmation that that's true because mm. I laid out all of these grass seeds the other day on our front lawn and all the birds are just getting extra breakfast at the moment basically but but because of this shift of filters now, I know that through my constant actions and learning and application, I'm going to change that belief. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's cool. And just a couple of things you mentioned that I think are worth highlighting. Yeah, that was so a bit Sorry. Talking about the labels. Yeah. So everyone's day is just what the day is. Mm. But then at the end of the day, if you go, oh, today was great or today was terrible or today was whatever, that it becomes the filter for the whole day. So this is really important. Like right now we can look at everything that's happening and go, oh, it's terrible. It's life, you know, destroying. You can say all those things and that becomes what it is, right? Or you can say this is a great opportunity. And the media this is... is great at telling us what we should be saying Exactly. It is. And so yeah. we've got to be careful of how we label things. So, you know, this, this, when there's a crisis, there's an opportunity. They both come together, right? So this is where you've got the power to really take control of how you label this situation. Mm. You could... I've talked to a lot of my friends and I come from a fitness world background and a lot of those guys basically don't have businesses right now and don't have, but they could label that as something or they could label it as an opportunity. This, this is a real good challenge for me. This is a real good. And if you call it that, it then opens up resources for you to handle it different. Yeah. So I really just invite everyone listening to really th listen to yourself when you're explaining what you're going through and people might ask you how you're doing be conscious of your labels like don't dilute yourself but guess what you are always going to be diluting yourself because whatever you say isn't really what's happening anyway mm -hmm. so pick a more useful label i think that's one key thing based on what you said that would be great for people to think about mm -hmm. and then also you talked about how everything's happening to help us grow and evolve yeah so i'm a big believer that we evolve by choice or by chance and right now it's like we're playing uh, Monopoly yeah. and you've got the chance cards and it's not the other one's not called choice cards community chest or whatever right but imagine you've got those two two cards 
You could play the choice card where you can go, okay, well, this is all happening. I can choose what I do with this. Yeah. Or you could play the chance card where you go, I don't know what's going to happen. Let's just slide down the slippery dip and see where we land. And blame other people. Exactly. And then if you end up in a good spot, cool. But I think playing the choice card is always the best option yeah. because no matter what's happening, you've got the choice of how you perceive it. You've got the choice of how you give it meaning. You've got the choice of how you label it. You've got the choice of, okay, I just got knocked over. Do I lie on the ground and, and cry about it? Which, you know, do it if you need to. But then you can get up and learn from that, dust yourself off and go, this is what happened. How can I prepare myself that, you know, if this ever does happen again, I can handle it better. Or how can I do set myself up so I'm equipped to dodge that bullet when it comes at me? So, mm-hmm. you know, I think... That was a really important point, yeah. Yeah, I think for, for everyone listening, we really have that choice point right now, you yeah. know. We can choose to, to make this the worst thing that's ever happened to us or we can choose to make this, you know, that enlightening moment, okay? Great, this is a, a pain point where I can pay attention and integrate now, which was what pain really means. Mm-hmm. Or I can just, I think in that program, we, let me mention this again. So we talk about fear. So you could just look at the world and see fear, which you know is false evidence appearing real in some people's definition of what fear is. Also, you can do what the body does if it's under fear, forget everything and run. You know, you go into a fight or flight, you basically go, oh shit, this is scary, drop everything, get the hell out of there. Or, as we're inviting you guys to choose, to face everything and rise, okay? Because fear could be equal facing everything and rise. So feel the fear, notice it, notice how you're seeing the world that way and go, great, this is what's happening. My choice right now is to step up. Mm. And that's all we've got. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what happens to us. And you, I know that you've read A Man's Search for Meaning. What did he get from that? Like, well, he was in a pretty bad situation. He was in a a concentration camp. But what did he do? The people who create meaning out of the situation are the people who really thrive. Not just survive, but actually thrive. And creating a meaning out of a a terrible situation can get you through anything. And, yeah, it's it's really funny because, I mean, even the way you were talking before about labels, media is definitely trying to influence our labels of perception and even the way that the media is saying you know we all have to stay inside to save our elderly it's the elderly that are going to die and you're going to kill your parents if you don't go outside all of this sort of stuff right would it give you a really personal story my mum I had a video tea chat with my mum yesterday and her parents are both in their 90s in Holland and Mm. I think Europe's about four to five weeks more advanced than here and so they've got a lot of restrictions they have to stand five meters apart in supermarkets and go in five at a time and that sort of thing in Holland and and my opa he's Dutch my grandpa who's in his 90s is refusing to let my uncle do the groceries for him he still wants to go down to the little Albert street shops and go and see all his friends was it johnny johnny what was it called and go anyway (laughs) and go and see all his friends and do the groceries and my uncle was pleading with him you know that this will be the end of you dad if you get Mm. this you won't survive you've had three heart attacks and my opa my grandpa didn't say it to my uncle because he's too close to home right but he told my mum, you know what i'm i'm happy to go if i get this I've had, you know, I'm in my 90s, that's okay. And I had this real thought of like, I mean, in Holland it's interesting because euthanasia is legal, but 
my grandpa could never go and voluntarily have euthanasia because my uncle would never let him. And if my uncle was listening, you know, I love you and I hope, <laughs> I don't think he listens to my podcast. But anyway, it just really helped me to shift my perception of like, what if there are actually elderly people living in nursing homes and things that, that don't want to be here? And this is a beautiful way for them to be able to yeah. well, go. I and like I, and I feel, feel terrible saying that, but this is perception. We've been so programmed to think death is bad, but... We don't, we don't know what those people in their 90s are feeling. No. But also, um, I had a, a live the other night that I did in a group and we workshopped some of the activities that are in this free online training that you guys can download from our website. I'll put links and everything at the end um, and in the show notes. But um, one of the women's biggest fears was that her mother was going to die. And so we had a really honest, authentic conversation about how we are all going to experience that at one point in our lives. And mm. we're delusional if we don't realize that we ourselves are going to die at some point. And I think what this whole situation has done is it's awakening humanity because everyone is becoming acutely aware of their own mortality, which is the best way to help people have a spiritual mm. awakening and realize why they're here and what they really want to do with their lives. So I think we can feel this mass shift happening of people waking up because all of a sudden people aren't having that job that meant everything to them. Mm. They're having to look at, well, what is really important and what a freaking gift is that? Like, yeah. so <laughs> I think like what you said is really important that we kind of dive into because yeah. it's like a get out of jail free card for some people. Yeah. So like I've been talking to my nonna, she's in her late or mid nineties, late nineties now, and she's in a nursing home. Yeah. And every time I go there, I'm talking to her, "What do you want? Do you want me to do anything? Organize things for you?" And she's just she's just done. She wants to go, right? Yeah. And that's reality for her. Like she, there's not really much else that she wants to do while she's alive. She's just in pain. Um, and like I've kind of come to terms with it. I know obviously when she does go, it's going to bring up some stuff, but. I kind of get that she's done. And for a lot of people, they probably would be thinking that and they need that get out of jail. Like they can't, they need something that's going to help them. And it just starts declining as well. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think this is also like a metaphorical thing. We're all going to die like physically, yeah. but we die every day. Like, mm -hmm. like there was, I can't remember whose quote it was and I'm going to butcher it because I don't have it on the top of my head. But basically every night I die and I'm reborn again the next day. I think it's Buddha. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. um, Buddha or someone like that. But... <laughs> Everyone is going to, like, let me just frame this, right? Everyone is going to die in this process. Yeah. It might not be a physical death, but we're going to be shedding our our skin. We're going to be, Whoa. like, going through a cocoon, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to be coming out the other side no longer the, the caterpillar anymore. We're going to be the butterflies, right? So you might be shedding the layer of the job. Yeah. You might be shedding the layer of the identity that you had built around something that might you might not be doing the same anymore. Yeah. And so where if the, the sooner you realize that you're going to be dying in lots of different ways and get cool with it, the better. Because the two things that help things grow are death and shit, right? Yeah. So you might be looking at life now and going, it's fucking shit, right? My, my job's gone it's died it's Pardon whatever language on this podcast yeah you well. know it's just words that's the risk i take having paul on here but... you swore you swore more than me i've kept, kept count um so anyway like if people looking around and saying oh my life's really shitty right now great what do you do when you're going to grow a garden you put fertilizer on it and the best fertilizer is poop and like blood and bone blood and bone generally. dead carcasses right yeah so and, that, and like yeah. obviously everyone listen to this I'm, I'm i'm saying this metaphorically 
But the truth is, for things to grow, they're going to need something to die, right? They're going to need to let go. If you want to, you've only got a certain amount of hours in the day, you've only got a certain amount of energy, and for you to do something new or different, you're going to have to take that time and energy from somewhere else. So you've got to stop watering one plant to start watering a different one. And you might have to pull one plant out of the ground to then grow another one. And in doing that, the best way to do that is to fertilize it. So this is a great opportunity for you to go, okay, what do I want to choose to let die? What do I want to choose to um, change or transform in my life? And then cultivate that, you know? So, and we're using the metaphor of gardening because we're kind of going to be doing that, but I think that's really accurate. That's how the world works. You know, if you look at nature, our nature is no different. It just looks and feels different, right? So in your life, there's going to be some things where you're going to be pulling energy away from, and some of them might have been pulled out from under you. Great. Now you've got that space. Someone just bulldozed that part of your garden. Now you go, okay, what do I want to do with that? I can choose to plant what I want. And this is that old saying, I'm not sure if it was Napoleon Hill or someone came up with it, where you know you could either, um, if you don't plant flowers in the garden of your mind, all you're ever going to do is pull weeds. So you need to cultivate that inner garden because people are fertilizing it for you right now. Yeah. You know, People are killing some of the plants in there for you. There's going to be a lot of space for you to do things different and to grow things that you want to grow. Mm. What are you going to plant there? Are you going to plant a healthy physical body? Are you going to plant some new creative things that you wanted to do anyway that you were like, oh, I can't do, I'm too busy, but now you've got the time. Yeah. What skill, what habit, what new side hustle job that you didn't have time to do, you're probably going to have some time to do it now. So I think it's a huge opportunity for everyone. And and I want to really add that I, I feel like some people, I'm not naming names or anything like that, but some people have the perspective, oh, it's, it's not a good time to do that. It's not a good time to start a business right now because the world's in crisis. It's not a good time because people are going to be focused on other things. But that could be one of your patterns, is exactly. always putting off the things you want to do. So one day. And making excuses. There's not, it's not a good time right now. It, oh, it's never actually going to ever be a good time. If yeah. you're looking for the perfect moment, it doesn't exist. So why not choose the perceivedly worst time? Yeah. Because then you're going to completely eradicate well, it, that. Right? Might, and this is the thing, like Juliette said, like we're all going to die. Eventually, there won't be any time. Yeah. And Brian Tracy, I think, calls it the someday I'll. Mm. You know, someday I'll do this. Someday I'll do this. And it's never a good time. But guess what? you have to choose to make the time. You can do it by chance or cho choice again. And we'll, we'll come back to those two things. You can choose to make it the time now or you can choose to not make it the time now. It's up to you, right? And one day you're gonna look back at your life and you can go, hey, look, during that period of time where everything was changing, I actually chose to focus on some really cool things yeah. and I, I put energy into that. And even if that's all you can control, great. You've got that sense of control. You've got that sense of um, certainty that you're doing things you want. and you're going to feel fulfilled if you're doing things that are important to you. And, you know, don't wait for the outside world to give you certainty. Don't wait for the outside world to help you feel fulfilled. It's, it's really up to you. And that's what's really, I think, a great thing to focus on right now. I completely agree. Well, I know I'm going to actually be going back and listening to this podcast because I think there's so many hidden learnings and meanings in it. Um, and we would definitely urge you and encourage you to jump onto the links on the show notes and um, download our free course, which is from fear to clear. And please, a lot of people have asked us if it's okay to share it. Yes, yes, yes. Please share it with anyone and everyone that benefits. We had someone just the other day from Botswana that completed it and said, thank you so much. We really needed that. And she shared it with her friends. So please share it around the globe and, and help people to get the skills and support that they need in order to get healing. Thank you, babe. Thanks, Paul, for being on this podcast. So thanks for having me. Um, please share what you got from this today. 
We'd love to see the comments and um, review the podcast and leave some comments in the program. Cool. We're going to sign off before the neighbor's dog keeps barking. They want to be on the podcast, obviously. So have an amazing day and, um, and we'll speak to you again next week. Bye, guys. That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.